Welcome back to another lockdown episode of Speak Out. I'm your host today, Compass, and I use they, them pronouns, and I'm here with KJ. Hi, I'm KJ, I use they, them pronouns. And Karen. Kia ora, um, I'm Karen and I use she, her pronouns. Awesome. Um, also, if we're the way we're recording this is we're using our phones to record um, the audio because we love quality here. Yeah, so... I guess a good place to start is it's just been Lesbian Visibility Day. Um, so what does lesbian visibility mean to you? And why is it so important? Um, <laughs> I think okay, it's... Yeah, I think it's really important because, like, every identity within the community needs its own space um, and needs its own, like... Um, lifting up and like voices to be heard so that we can kind of fix the issues or have a discussion or just kind of um yeah exist um and have our own yeah kind of space so yeah because as like marginalized communities and we need to be able to have discussions within our own community so that we can um, support each other. I think that's really important. So um, having different days for different communities is very important. Otherwise, we all get mixed together, I think. And that's obviously great in some situations, but we also need, like, separation um, because we all do face different stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's. I feel like that's a really good summary of even though we like as a whole community try to support each other we all have our own like individual identities and it's nice to feel community on that smaller level as well and a more intimate level as well yeah how about you Karen yeah I mean definitely support agree with all of that and I guess as well I and I guess in some ways I'm on this talking as a older lesbian uh, not that old though I just want to point out but um <laughs> just different generation and I guess I'm just saying that, and I know I'm joking around about it, but, you know, kind of seriously, because I guess from me, probably would have had slightly different experiences. And so particularly the idea of lesbian visibility being so important for people outside of the community. So, I mean, Mm. I feel like growing up and in my early, in my teens and early 20s, the visibility would have been, it was there, but not... um, not that much in you know just general community and so um I think for me the importance around lesbian visibility is definitely around it being um having visibility amongst everybody not just kind of within the community as well so and particularly for well for many many reasons for all of the reasons that we know but um for me I'm often thinking about work situations and having worked for so long without being out or visible in work situations for me the idea of there being less you know lesbian visibility is really important for being able to be out in those um, situations and for it to obviously feel safe and just to be able to be able to do that yeah Mm, it's good for understanding too like um so that people they know we're here and we're able to speak and kind of stand up against their maybe prejudices or things they think about us that might not be true or, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. And I, I totally, and I think um, I was talking on uh, the panel that um, Inside Out run a few days ago and um, 
was kind of talking a bit about how it still feels like, but it certainly it did, you know, a couple of decades ago when I was growing up, that just the word lesbian kind of can make people jar and feel almost uncomfortable. So, yeah. which is amazing. And I still see that now in some situations. Mm-hmm. And so um, being able to just say to people, it's Lesbian Visibility Week, it's Lesbian Visibility Day is still quite a major thing, I think, to be able to say yeah. that in certain situations yeah. and use that word and people to not go, oh, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? Yeah. 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 I feel like it is one of those things of the word. I, I feel like I haven't met a whole heap of people that actually call themselves lesbians, mm. but they'll refer mm. to themselves as gay or queer or something like that. But mm. not a whole heap of people will call themselves lesbians because, I don't know, I feel like there are wider society puts connotations on that, which aren't yeah. entirely like accurate. Um, yeah that are just like spread through media or misinformation and that sort of stuff yeah Yeah. Mm. I think it's mainly just the way that um it's kind of been fetishized by men and therefore Mm. made our identities entirely sexual and Mm. so saying that you are a lesbian it feels like saying that you're gross or very sexual in nature or something which especially as like a 17 year old is kind of seems weird to say to someone um and it shouldn't be like that because that's not what the word means that's not what we are that's not the only thing that is a part of our identity so yeah it's a bit of a shame Mm, totally and I guess like with using the word lesbian for yourself did you have like a journey with that or is it sort of like you heard the word you're like yes I'm a lesbian (laughs) let's go or is it sort of like you had to build up to it to be able to um, call yourself a lesbian or use that identity claim that identity yeah I mean I can comment on that because that's kind of what we were talking about on the panel as well um so for me again oh so I'm 46 so I would have been kind of and I've been out since I was probably 17 or 18 um but when I first came out in the like late teens I would not have used the word lesbian and sort of quite probably quite actively pushed it away almost to kind of mm-hmm. um I'd say I was gay I you know was very comfortable with that but probably didn't use the word lesbian and almost if people suggested that you were a lesbian I'd be like oh I don't think so I don't think so <laughs> it's really weird to think that now but um I'm pretty sure that myself and you know the kind of social group that I was with at the time we we did not use that word and gradually over as I got older over time I would use the word more and more I don't know if I've ever fully embraced it but um definitely now uh identify as lesbian and use the word but um there was something about you know similar like what you were saying all those stereotypes and things that go that certainly used to go with it possibly still do um that made some of us say oh no that's not me I'm gay yeah so yeah (laughs) yeah I think for me um I knew it was like a term I identified with um but I never it was like a selection who I used it with and other people who I didn't know as well I don't use it with um I think it's quite a complex identity and I know that people that I'm friends with know me and they understand that maybe the negative connotations surrounding the word don't apply to me, like, and they don't apply in general. 
Um, so that's where I feel comfortable using it. But I think if I didn't know someone, I didn't know how they felt about it, I didn't know what they were going to think of me, that's kind of where I'd be a bit more nervous about saying it. Um, so, yeah, just, just say gay or, you know, sapphic. I love sapphic so much. Yeah. I don't know what it is about it, but it reminds yeah. me of, like, herbs. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I guess as well, like, especially during, like, early 90s, uh, like, late 80s and stuff, there was, like, a massive feminist movement as well where, like, the term lesbian was used a lot. And I guess it's kind of melded itself with being, like, a feminist and being outspoken and all of that, um, which I guess... I, I suppose, like, for, for the cishet white man, that's quite intimidating. And therefore, <laughs> yeah. like, of course they'd want to take that term away from people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess we've we've talked a little bit about media, but I love I love talking about movies so much. So yeah. do, you, do y'all have any, like, movie recommendations or music recommendations, anything like that, or something that you've really connected to over time? Go on, KJ. I'll let you go first. Okay. Oh, you're thinking. I'm I'm having to think. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I've definitely been obsessed with King Princess for a while. Um, But, I mean, I can see, like, some people find something she does problematic. So, I think her music is really good. Um, It's quality, but it's also representation. And I really like that. Um... (laughs) Not really sure about her as a person at the moment. Um, (laughs) Spilling the tea right here. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think she was my main one for a while. Um, And in terms of like movies, I can speak. I'm blanking. Yeah. Um, With my identity, I identified as a lesbian for a long time. Um, But as I've explored more of my gender, I've but kind of decided that that doesn't feel comfortable for me in my gender. Um, mm. But I love lesbians. And also, <laughs> I love I watch so many uh, lesbian movies, so I am full to brim with them. Um, actually, a new documentary has just come out on Netflix um, called A Secret Love, which is about um, two women who started their relationship, like, I think during, like, the late 1940s. And... They were together for like 68 years or something like that. It's the most beautiful documentary. I really recommend it. I like, I recorded a video of me crying after it was over because it was really beautiful. Um, Mm. And yeah. Also, I I have a I have a deep love for um, lesbian movies that were released in the early two thousands because <laughs> they're all just campy. Yeah, yeah, they'll probably be they'll probably be my movies. Which ones are they? <laughs> oh my god, like Debs and Imagine Me and You. Yep. But <gasps> yep. but I'm a cheerleader. Yes, but I'm a cheerleader. Yeah. Was the first ever queer movie that I watched. Yeah, yeah I love that one. I really do. Oh so some of mine go back. Even further, they're not things I would ever watch now, but um, <laughs> at the time, again, because there, uh, there was not much visibility in the media, well, you know, when I was a teenager in early 20s, um, really not much visibility until more of, you know, the Ellen and the um, Katie Lang mm-hmm. and people like that. But uh, if you, there was always one person who would have a copy of Desert Hearts. Oh my so God. Have you seen Desert Hearts? <laughs> oh, I have. <laughs> And so oh even now when we're when we're talk you know, when friends are talking 
now in our 40s, we'll still refer back to, ah, oh, do you remember the first time you ever got to see Desert Hearts? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and someone be... would have it, and you'd go around to someone's house. and But we did think, oh, there's a whole other world out there. Even even if you didn't think the film was great, it didn't matter. It was like, ah, oh, okay, there's, yeah. there's something going on here that we didn't know about. Yeah. Yeah, the the kiss through the the car yeah. door, iconic, iconic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. I, I, so was that? Would you say that was like one of the first lesbian movies you ever watched? It was or? for me. Sure, there was Desert Hearts, and I think Claire of the Moon was it called? Um, so what? yeah, yeah. No, I'll have that to look that one up. There was these two, and I cannot remember anything about it. All I know is that there was these two copies of these two films that you know people used to basically hand around because that was the only. There was nothing on TV. There was one soap opera. This is back in the UK, but there was mm-hmm. one soap opera that was starting to have that had a lesbian character on it, and so that was massive news. But it was there really was nothing. So these couple of um, films that you could get hold of were quite, at the time, felt quite mind-blowing. Yeah. Mm. I love the fact that you had, like, a, an underground lesbian movie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about you, KJ? Were there any, like, movies, like, can you remember the first queer movie you watched or that you connected mm. to? No? No, I don't remember the first one. Um, I just... I have a lot of TV shows that I watch that have, like, um, a background character that is a lesbian or, like, not necessarily background, but, like, not the main... It's not the main thing of the story or something. Um, But I do love, like, Killing Eve and, like, Atypical. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, Killing Eve is great. Um, We don't know how they identify, Episode three, oh season my God. three. Spoiler Oof. free, spoiler free. Yeah. But yeah, um, <laughs> like Villanelle, definitely um, amazing. But yeah, we don't know how she identifies. So I don't know if that's like lesbian rep. Um, but yeah. <laughs> it's so disappointing yeah. that it's written by a guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm reading the books Phoebe, right now. Phoebe came in and she's turned yes. it into... Um, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you, Phoebe. Bridge is the best she's the best she's the most genius i think she should write everything yeah (laughs) she should yeah 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 i guess like i i guess we don't see that many lesbian movies that come out any i mean like i remember when i was younger lesbian movies were definitely like a really big thing and i would never see them in tv shows but i guess i feel like now it's flipped a little bit of like you know i guess stuff like the l word really changed yeah you know how marketable lesbians were <laughs> and now we see I, I feel like I haven't watched a show in a very long time that doesn't have like a lesbian or a queer character in it um mm. which is mm. lovely um yeah. yeah yeah there are definitely still some issues with like representation because um it's like they either portray us as like really really butch and like predatory which is mm. a bad stereotype that's not applicable to us really and or they go like really femme all the time and I think it's important to have like a balance of everything um and also to have like people that are lesbians playing lesbian characters that's also very important um and then there's also the issue of like gender because we are a very gender diverse community um like yeah the way that we um 
defy traditional femininity and stuff. Um, and the disconnect from men we have, I think, is a very important part. Um, and so I feel like some, like, a lot of TV shows try and throw in, like, um, a lot of queer characters, which is very important. Um, and gender fluidity is very important. But also what's important is, like, some having some, like, strict... Um, like sexualities, like lesbian, because um, there's like, nothing more annoying in a show when they're like, I don't like labels when yeah. they're just using it to so that yeah. they don't have to like give yeah. a community representation. Yeah. Queer yeah. baiting is a real yeah. issue. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, it's important to have both. Like, both exist, so you got to have like both represented. I think. Mm, true. Yeah. So have you, as yeah. of you, seen the new L word? Because I, um, yes. I haven't seen the new L word and. When the first L Word came out, I was one of the few people that didn't actually like it that much. And I'd watched a few episodes right. and I was like, I can't relate to anyone in this. This is nothing <laughs> like my life. But, but people obviously yeah. loved it, you know, over the years mm. people loved it. So I used to have to really break the news gently in any new lesbian <laughs> situation that I hadn't watched the L Word. It would be a big, you know, and, and you could be shunned that you hadn't yeah. watched it. Oh but, um, I have heard that the new one is a lot better or, yeah, it's quite different. So, yeah. yeah. I, I made, so this might be a little controversial, but I will not, <laughs> I don't think that the L Word is that good, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you know, there are some things you watch because you find them fun, yeah, yeah, not yeah. because they're yeah. like top-notch quality. <laughs> no, I felt yeah. angry about it for years. Angry. I was like, this is just not like our lives. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so like they badly. should just be circulating two movies like underground. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the L word, like the original one, is quite transphobic. But you mm. know, the drama of like the lesbians is quite entertaining. So it's yeah, you know, you got to be aware of what media you're consuming and like um the problematic stuff with it. But I think it's still good to enjoy the representation that we do have. Yeah. So um, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I guess as well, like, I I watched the the new L word as it was coming out, um, <laughs> and I guess it's it does sort of like highlight a lot of stereotypes that come along with yeah. lesbian media of stuff like a lot of cheating in it, and um, I will say that the this like version of the L word is a lot less transphobic, but mm. um, yeah, I feel like it still had its issues and there were still a lot of stereotypes that came along with it. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I hopefully will be able to like stamp out <laughs> over time. Cause I feel like we have seen some really good representation recently yeah. as well. Yeah. It's a, it, <laughs> is there any, like some really good representation that you've watched that you'd like keep going back to like recently or in the past? Or... <laughs> That's a really well, good I question. love atypical. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's really cute. Um, yeah, from a coming-of-age perspective, I think there's not much that has, like, someone that's f- figured it all out um, in a happy relationship sort of thing, I think. Um, but, yeah, it's mostly coming-of-age, and so, like, people dealing with comp hit, like, compulsory heterosexuality, um, overcoming that sort of thing, I think, is well-represented and atypical. Yeah, I can't think of any um, dramas, but I'm loving some of the um, comedians that are like people like Hannah Gadsbury and yeah. um, people like that who I'm just really enjoying that, that you know, she's pretty <laughs> just 
out there and um, being herself and people are um, and being really successful in that and that it's not questioned. So yeah. um, for me, that's a pretty um, uh, positive representation. Mm. Um, and even mm. someone like um, Kiri Allen, the MP, for me, again, growing up where we just didn't see people that looked like would wear a suit to work and things like that. Yeah. And and obviously I'm not suggesting that's every lesbian, but it's one <laughs> image of a it's lesbian a that we just didn't see. We just didn't <laughs> see that. So for me, seeing an MP who goes to work, you know, um, yeah, who I, identifies I, as a lesbian and, you know, wears a suit is a really massive thing. I kind of think, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. I feel like as well with the comedians and things like that, I feel like there are quite a few lesbian comedians or at least queer comedians out there. And I feel like I do feel a stronger connection to them because like they're making jokes about their actual life and like Mm -hmm. scenarios that they've actually gone through. And it's like, Mm -hmm. it's actual representation. Like it's an actual human being that I can, like it's their story, which I (laughs) think is so fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I will say that um, the portrait of a lady on fire came out last year. Recommend it. I need to watch that. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I recommend seen. so many movies to KJ, and I'm just yeah. like, you should watch this, and they never do. My attention span is just minimal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll get there. Um, so we do have to keep this episode a little bit shorter. Um, so I guess now would be a nice time to sort of, if you have any like closing thoughts or um, like things that you really wanted people to be able to, that are listening to this, to take away from this. Yeah. What would you, what would you say? What would you... Oh, it's quite oh. a big... Um... Yeah, it was a very big question. Uh, I realised as soon as I said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, for me, I think it, for me, it is still pretty amazing that we're having this kind of conversation. Amazing in a good way that, you know, that actually yeah. there is now a Lesbian Visibility Week, Lesbian Visibility Day. Mm-hmm. I know there's still some ambiguity about where that kind of came from and stuff, but the fact that it exists and then that we're making programmes like this, having conversations like this is still, from my perspective, is pretty amazing. So yeah. um, that would just, from my kind of thoughts over this week and having some of these conversations is just like this is great that we are doing this and that um it's been the youth groups that have really led the conversations that I've been involved in so I'm like this is awesome yeah (laughs) yeah I think um yeah lesbian visibility is very important um just to keep progressing the movement and progressing the accept the acceptance of people um because eventually we obviously want our youth to grow up in a place where they're allowed to just not like men, they're allowed to not have to be a woman who has to dress up for men, who has to stick to all these societal guidelines and have a crisis about their mm. not fitting into that and have like have to go through bullying at school, have to go through people not understanding them, you know? Like, it's all about just wanting to create a space where people can understand us more and not fear us or whatever and not be bigoted. Mm. <laughs> so I think, yeah, our movement is revolutionary. Like, women loving women, that's amazing. I love it. Um, like, yeah, it's just really important. Um, 
especially I think just because we're able to love purely we don't have heteronormative like systems that have ways that expect us like to love in a certain way we don't have that dynamic that's set for us we like love as ourselves and I think that's really special and it should be celebrated and so yeah Yes, pop Awesome, off, really nicely said. <laughs> yeah, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I really like that, yeah. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Oh, I totally love everything that y'all have said, and this has been really lovely. And Karen, do you want to tell us a little bit more about Quilted Bananas? Oh, uh, yeah. Everything I've t- that you do? Yeah, so just yeah, really briefly, because I know we're like. coming to the end of the show, but yeah, so I guess one of the reasons you um, reached out to our radio show, which is the Quilted Bananas radio show, which is on a Sunday morning from 10 to 11 <laughs> on Access Radio every week. And Quilted yeah, Bananas... Access Radio. Access Radio. <laughs> yeah. um, we used to, or the show used to be the lesbian radio show and has been on the air every week for over 30 years, which I think is pretty phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... But over, you know, over time, over the last few years, it's gone through changes, lots of discussion about, you know, what does it mean to be a lesbian and who's kind of, I guess, included within that um, terminology. And so the collective has, you know, discussed that and shifted. So now we've become the Quilted Bananas. And for the full description of our acronym, you can go to our Facebook page. Um, but essentially, um, we're, it's, it's to make sure that we are being way more inclusive. And so, um, so having some form of lesbian identity is still core for anybody that wants to get involved. But that what that lesbian identity looks like can be many, many different things. So... Um, that's why the name has changed. Um, but essentially, it's mostly the same group of people that are making the programmes, but definitely always looking for more people to come and join us. And similar to this, it's um, we do, it depends on the presenter. We just have different discussions each week, different music, you know, just whatever the mm. presenter fancies, really. So about 30 years of, I guess, uh, there being a weekly show um, about or four lesbians is pretty um pretty amazing that that's sustained i think yeah, yeah that's kind that's kind of insane like that's yeah. amazing when yeah. i first got to new zealand i was quite i was like weekly you've got a weekly show yeah <laughs> and it's kind of gone for 30 years it's like, like wow we, we, we've been missing out <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah Oh my gosh, that sounds absolutely fantastic and i totally recommend everybody go check it out mm-hmm. um yeah I guess that's that's us. Thank you both so much for joining me. And let's make every single day Lesbian Visibility Day. Let's do yeah. it. Yay. Yay. Thank you for having us. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, thank you so much. Um, and you've been listening to Speak Up Radio on 106.1 FM.